The Valley Hub Stories podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded, Gumbangia Country. We value and respect their continuing connection to and care of country throughout time. Welcome to episode seven of the Valley Hub Stories podcast. I'm pretty sure I say this every single episode, but it's true. It is so enjoyable getting to know people in the Nambucca Valley who are putting themselves out there in one way or another, running a business, taking risks, sharing vulnerable stories. This community has some pretty incredible people with great stories to share, and this one is no exception. Shane and Kate Pendergast took over famed pizza joint Rusty's in mid-22 and have done an exceptional job of making something amazing of the opportunity. Shane is on the podcast today talking about the journey from driving trucks to kneading dough and I cannot tell you how genuine and community-minded this family are. You will just have to listen. In fact, you might hear some more from Shane soon. Stay tuned and keep your ears out for more on that soon. But for now, enjoy this episode. So tell me about Rusty's. So Rusty's Pizzas has basically served Maxville for about eight years now with pizzas. I took over in July last year. I mean, just trying to take the business to the next level with different types of pizzas and ribs and wings and desserts and everything like that and trying to open up our delivery range as well. So, you know, including Scott's Head and hopefully the end of next year I want to include Nambucca as well. So you took over in July. Do you know much about the history of Rusty's? None at all. Yes, <laughs> not really. Do you think that's a good thing? Yeah, I don't, oh, yeah, I'm not sure. So I think he based it a lot around the cars sort of thing, which is his thing and everything like that. But, yeah, I'm sort of going down a different way and, yeah, we'll just see what happens. So what motivated you to buy Rusty's? I was a truck driver interstate and I was only getting home 24 hours every two weeks. I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old and I was just missing out on too much. We were actually going to sell up and move to Rockhampton. And I was talking to Simon. He's like, well, why don't you buy the shop? And I'm like, I didn't really think about it. So I'm like, oh, all right, why not? And I was just lucky that I've got some friends who own pizza shops. Went down with them and they showed me everything that I need to know and come back and, yeah, we decided to buy it and just loving it now. So how long have you been in the area here? About coming up to four years now, yeah, moved up from southwest Sydney. And what's your favourite thing about the valley? Probably the people. Yeah, a lot of the people are just really welcoming and everything like that, I think. Oh, and the weather's not too bad as well. So tell me about your team here at Rusty. So there's you. Yeah, so there's me. I've got Erica. She's basically in here every night. She's basically my right-hand man. And then we've got a couple of kids and, yeah, we just try and knock out as many pizzas as we can a night. So you're open seven Nights a week? No, so we're open five nights a week. So we close Sunday, Mondays. Yeah, hopefully when we get to the new shop, we're going to open six nights a week with Friday, Saturday lunches. Right, so tell me about that venture. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting and nervous and everything in between right now, trying to get everything ready and prepped for it. So we're basically moving around the corner to the old Dangerous Dan's Butcher Shop, which is right next to Ben and Lenny's. Yeah, so we're hoping to get in around there I get the keys at the end of this month and then we'll see what council does to see if we can get in there and start trading early. 
But when we get around there, I want to do kebabs as well. So bring that onto the line as well. This episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast has been sponsored by At Realty Nambucca Heads. Craig, Norell and the team of locals serving locals, prioritising good old-fashioned face-to-face service, keeping valued clients informed regularly on all aspects of the sale process. At Realty believe that listening to you is the most important thing and they are ready and waiting to help you move on to the next chapter of your life. You can find the team at Two Barra Street Nambucca Heads or on your favourite social platform. Have you found that there's been support for new ownership over this business in the community? Yeah, yeah. At, at first I was really worried just from this town reminds me of the town I grew up in. It's very local. If you're local, they'll support the crap out of you. And if you're not, they just they don't care about you one bit. <laughs> so I was pretty worried about that. But then, no, nah, I come in here and, yeah, no, nah, I'm really getting great support from the community. I mean, it's just going in leaps and bounds and, yeah, the business is really growing fast, so I was like, I need to get to a bigger premises to try and keep this rolling on. Mm. So what then has been your biggest lesson in business? Probably just listening to people, I think. Just listen to your customers and stuff like that. Like, You can't please everyone, but you try and take on board what they say and just do your best, I guess. And Don't try and be anyone else. Mm. Just be you. Because you can be you, no one else can, and you can't be anyone else. So just be you and just have a go at it. Yep. I think that's a really important piece of information, particularly for people new to the business world. Just the only thing that you can do really well is, is actually just yep. being you. Yeah, that's it? right. And that's the, right. the market, marketable good or the, the service that you have, nobody can do it like you. And no, so that's right. That's what you can do. Find something you're passionate about too. Like I, I don't think. I never grew up going, I want to own a pizza shop or anything like that. I had lots lots and lots of different jobs growing up and stuff like that. But I think I've really found a passion with the pizzas and just with the people coming in too, like now I'm about seven months into it and I'm knowing people's names now and faces and I know what they're ordering and, you know, there's a bit of banner with a lot of people that come in now and it's just really good. It's really – and now I – go down the shops and I can't just go to the shops and there's yep. little kids come up to me. It's like, you make my pizzas and stuff like that. And my daughter's there at school telling everyone that they own the pizza shop and everything like that. So, yeah, it's really, really cool. It's be pretty special. And I guess that really probably fast tracks you to feeling like a part of the community. Yeah, yeah, it mm. really does. It really does. It, yeah, it's – I don't think this would have worked anywhere else, but I think in the Valley, it's – like I said, they're very – if you want to do something good for the community, they will back you 110%. But, yeah, you just got to get out there and have a go. Mm, yep. So what would you say has been your, I guess, your best memory so far or your, so far, your best moment so far? Probably how good my pizzas have come. Like from when I first started owning the shop, and I just want to say sorry to everyone out there that actually brought <laughs> one of their pizzas because I look back at photos now and I was just like, if that came out of my oven now, I'd throw it straight in the bin. I wouldn't even take it home and feed it to my dog. And it's just, I think that's means something to me, like from where it was to where it is now, like that's nobody but my visions and what I've changed and everything like that. So I think that's probably the best memory with the pizza shop. But in the valley, I think it's going to the beach with my girls now. Now that I have time to do stuff like that, you know, taking them to school and just being a parent, really, is probably the best memory that I've got right now in the Valley. 
I think you've touched on something really important there in that, I guess, owning the lessons that you've learnt too and being open about them. Yeah. That's, I guess that really inspires growth in people and well, connection. You, yeah, well, you have to. Like, and no one's perfect. You know, you're all gonna, you're always gonna muck up. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll mess up tonight. I, I just, that's just the way it is. Like, if I get busy and I'm making pizzas and I'll put the wrong topping on one pizza and then I'm like, oh, well, the kids in here, they get a free pizza for the night. And yeah, so, I mean, you're always gonna mess up, but it's just how fast you just, all right, push it to the side and just move on. Mm. That's what you just gotta do. Like, it's, life's like that. You, you get knocked down, but just, Brush yourself off. Like what's tell my daughters, like they say, I'm blue. You just get up, brush yourself off, and just keep going. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you're moving to the new premises. What's your five-year picture for Rusty's? Five-year picture? I don't know. I really don't know what tonight's going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to tell. I guess some people are like that too, aren't they? Some people yeah. have a really clear vision of, you know, what's going to transpire and their goals, and some people kind of just roll where yeah. the wind blows them and I, I'm it sort works. of like that. I'm sort of like that. I don't try and make too big of a plan because I change plans on the drop of a hat. Like one little thing will happen. I'm like, all right, well, we're doing this. And I'm very good at reacting with things, making long plans. I've, I've never been good at that. I've always been a bit of a gypsy when I was younger, moving around. So long plans don't really agree with me. But five years, hopefully I'm still here and the Valley's still supporting me and Still just, yeah, paying the bills, yep. basically. I mean, I mean, that's what you try and do these days in business is earn enough to pay the bills. So that's about it. On the topic of having a sustainable business, particularly after COVID and, and in a community recovering financially from that, do you think that there's a, a key to being a financially sustainable business in this climate? No, no, I don't think so because I've even noticed – I've dropped a little bit, I think, especially with all these interest rates and everything like that. Everyone's just doing it tough for a dollar. And I've noticed since I've taken over in July, just my food cost to buy it's gone up about 32 to 2%. Mm. And I'm, I'm trying to wear that as much as I can before I turn it over to the consumer. It's just because I know how everyone is doing it tough. So it's, I don't think there's any blueprint to it. I think it's you know, everyone's different and you just got to find what works for you. And and I think that's why I'm I'm going to the biggest shop and doing kebabs. So that way if someone gets pizzas once a fortnight, they might get kebabs once a fortnight too. So that means I'll get that one person twice, which helps me and then helps me keep my prices where yeah. they are. So then it helps everyone else. And, yeah, a couple of little ideas coming hopefully in the new shop that's going to help out, especially with families with young kids because I know what it's like, especially with my kids. I'm lucky I'll just take the pizza home and they just pick at it and everything like that. And I know what kids are like, so I'm hoping to bring out a kid's line. So they're going to be just the regular small pizza and just minimal topping and everything, but there's just going to be a cheap pizza. So that way, you know, if you've got two little kids, you can get that and a garlic bread and then you can have the nice pizza as well rather than, yeah, going somewhere else and just not get a good quality pizza. Mm, I think that's a great idea. Mm. And I think just going back to, you know, that sort of idea of you help me and I'll help you. Yeah. It's probably something that we kind of forget in the, in yeah. the you know, everyday financial stress of life in that if, if we do just purchase something from a local, yep. you know, small business, that is such a huge yep. help, not just to that business but to the community in return. Yeah, that's right. And I try to 
sponsor a lot of the young kids, like I sponsor uh, swimming, uh, soccer. There's a couple of other things I sponsor. I can't remember off the top of my head. But, yeah, I'm really trying to put that money back into the community and support the kids as well. And I employ kids as well, so give them a go. And, yeah, it's really hard to – I guess I, I understand that my pizzas are a little bit up there because of the, the quality of them. But, yeah, if you support like, – local, and it's not even just me. Like, Mida 10, he's a local guy and a lot of little shops around here are all local and there's a – a uh, good local little pizza shop in Nambucca as well. And, yeah, just support the local guys and, mm. yeah, try and keep the money in the community. And that's what I try and do too is if I've got to buy anything, I buy it local. So the money that comes into this shop isn't only just going back out to a bigger company. It goes to another little shop that I buy stuff for and yep. stuff like that. Yeah. And I guess too having the kids that you do work for you, you know, they're, they're – I guess watching you make those really, you know, hard decisions around pricing and, and having that mindset and that's that's probably very formative for them taking into their working years. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully. And I, and when they're in here too, we try and have a lot of fun. I mean, that sort of business stuff I try and keep away from them. I don't – I mean, I guess they don't need to stress and stuff about that, that sort of stuff. But, yeah, when they come in here, it's a lot of fun and I'm getting them to do new things but I also try and teach them a little bit about the business as well, just so they can understand, you know, like if they're doing a pizza and they stuff it up, it's like, all right, well, it's not only the cost of the toppings, but that's the time that you've done that. We could have made a pizza that we could have sold for this. So it's it's all these little things that end up adding up. And mm. if you do that a lot, at the end of the week, it costs a lot of money. Yep. So that's why I'm always like, just take your time, do it right. And then we're all good. On the topic of pizza, do you have a favourite pizza that you make? Yeah, the Godfather. That's the one I came up with. Yeah, the Godfather because I like a little bit of chilli and I actually had it last night for dinner. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. Yeah. So what's on it, chilli? So you've got our base, my homemade tomato sauce, chilli, Italian sausage that I get made from a guy in Coles Harbour, your ham, cabanossi, cheese, capsicum and pepperoni. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good if you like chilli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And are you kind of always coming up with new inventions or? Trying to, yeah, trying to come up with new things and because I think if you just keep your menu the same all the time, people are going to get bored and everything like that. So you've got to come up with little things. And I think the last two things I come up with was a Super Supreme and a Wise Guy Pizza. A Wise Guy Pizza is sort of a half meat lovers and half godfather because they're my two best sellers. So I thought, well, I'll join them together and see what happens. And, yeah, they're going great guns as well. So yep. pretty lucky here. Excellent. So if people want to order, they can order by phone too? Yeah, phone and on our website. Excellent. Yeah. The website's new. We've just got it redone. So we are having little glitches from time to time, but we're trying to get all that sorted. And, yeah, hopefully it's a lot easier than the old one. Yeah. Yep. Anything else you would like to say to the community? Thanks for your support, really. I mean, this business wouldn't be a business without them. I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't be able to spend time with my girls and come in here in the afternoon. And, you know, my daughter, she's turning five next month. She comes in on a Tuesday night, so she'll go to school all day, go home, get changed in a little work gear, come down here, and she'll be here until 9 o'clock until I go home, and she's just – she loves it and – She'll be always at me, Dad, you've got to tell me what to do. Like I need to do something. I can't just stand around doing nothing. And That's um, very sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that I couldn't have done without the community. Mm. So it's just 
I, I, I owe them everything. Like without them, I'm just a guy standing in a shop looking weird. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Great. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing about your journey. No problems at all. Yeah, it's really good to hear and to just hear, I guess, that kind of bigger picture view that you have is really, yep. really inspiring. Yeah. So thank no you for sharing. No problems at all. Thanks for listening today. We love hearing what you think about the podcast. So please reach out on our socials to let us know, tip us a story or share someone you think has something very interesting to say. If you would like to sponsor the Valley Hub Stories podcast, we are always looking for support to continue producing and growing this community content with so much potential. Um, and the only of its kind in our area. So if that's something that interests you, you can contact us at info at thevalleyhub.com.au or on our socials, thevalleyhub underscore NV. Ciao for now.